Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are reviewing Forza Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5. Um, along with some news uh, from Disney Plus Day. Ooh. Yes. That's right. Well, we talked. Okay, so uh, well, I'll get into it in the news, like, because like what we talked about it last week, we were like, yeah, we're gonna talk about the Disney Plus, and then like I was all hyped up for it, and I think it was it was less than I was expecting. Like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting much because they did such a like uh, big drop last year for Disney Plus Day. Yeah. But this was just kind of honestly, like, it's to the point. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it then. Like, some level of like. Making a bigger deal out of things than is necessary just makes me upset. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And then you also, know? like, it's just because like they've been they, they announced it like months ago, and they're like, we've got big things planned for this, and then they like teased like a uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi thing. Yeah. And it, upon yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so um, anyway, Chris, what have you been up to this week? Well, this week. Um, I have started watching Only Murders in the Building oh, nice. on Hulu uh, with uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez, and it is very, very good. Yeah, the, I've, I've heard good things. Yeah, the premise being um, they are, they're all fans of true crime podcasts, and then a murder happens in their building that they all live in in New York City, and they set out to uh, find the murderer. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Especially, I mean, it's a it's a good like um, it's a good vehicle for like Martin Short and Steve Martin together. I think it's it's really good. Um, and then Selena Gomez uh, brings that kind of just like uh, I think if it was just Steve Martin and Martin Short, it might feel too out, out too crazy. She kind of grounds it a little bit. Um, nice, but yeah, it's it's it. great. I love it. I mean, there's been other things that uh, that like you know Steve Martin and Martin Short have like done before, and and it, like it, they felt similar, like like you said, like a little like out there to me a little bit sometimes. And then uh, so the Selena Gomez element of this has always been like, okay, that seems like that could work, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it works. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm about like a third of the way through right now. So yeah. Dude, um, watch the awesome. first four episodes. I think there's like twelve episodes or something like that. Ten, ten or twelve episodes. But yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, other than that, uh, I haven't been up to a ton other than just like, uh, the Forza Horizon, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. I also tried to, I tried to play a little bit of, uh, Master Chief, the, uh, um, Halo Infinite, uh, multiplayer beta, and I just, I c cannot get a match to load. Dude, that's so weird, because, like, I haven't had any problems. Like, every time I try to load a match, like, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll load, like, within, you know, a few seconds or whatever, like, counts down, and then it waits, and blah, 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 um, but like it's so that's like super strange to me um, as someone yeah. who has not had that experience. So I, I'm curious, like what what that could be. Um, I don't I don't know. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not super concerned about it right now. Seeing it, I think it's sure because it's still the beta, right? Well, so it's okay. So they re they released it and they they're calling it a beta because like they said there's still going to be some like bugs there's still going to be some like server stuff and it's like they're still testing and figuring out like what the capacity for the servers need to be but this is it like this it's all the modes it's all the maps but there's nothing there's nothing missing and, and there's no big yeah. update coming well like like yeah they, what is the beta already, part of it 
they've already tweaked some things. So, for instance, like the battle pass, like which you know we talk about like in the news, but I, I've been playing this. So, like they they released this thing early, but the uh, which is the news portion of it. But so the battle pass in this thing is based solely around uh, or was based solely around uh, challenges. And so okay. you'd have to like do your weekly challenges and then there's only one daily uh, challenge that you, that they would bring in. Um, and you get a certain number of, of battle pass XP for each each one. And the weekly ones were somewhat challenging where it's like, okay, get you know 15 uh, kills with your pistol with your sidearm or whatever. And it's like, okay, well that's you know I can do that. But that does change the way I'm playing, and people who are better at that game and better at that like thing are going to be able to like crank out the battle pass levels. Um, whereas like people who are just like oh casual players whatever are not getting any battle pass XP for matches that they play, um, like just like match completion or wins or anything like that. It's it's literally just all based on these challenges, and so they, they've tweaked that already. Like where like they just pushed an update today uh, when we're recording this. Um, where you get a small amount of match XP for each match that you do. Um, and, uh, and then you so get you're saying a, unless you had the battle pass, you didn't get any match XP. Well, yeah. I mean like you would, you know, you would, you basically only you mean in general or toward, toward the battle pass toward the battle pass. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So who, well, okay. So that is different than that's different than, you know, like call of duties where you, you progress whether or not you have the battle pass or not. Right. And, and you also an additional bonus if you have the battle pass. Yeah. And you also progress based on like just finishing matches, whether or not you like you get a little bit if you just finish a match. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whereas this, it was literally, if you didn't, if you didn't get any kills in a, a match or whatever, even if your team won, you don't get any XP. <laughs> Weird, you know. Um, yeah. Or if you're playing Capture the like Flag and you don't have any uh, Capture the Flag based challenges up there, you wouldn't like. You could do the best, like you'd be the flag runner and capture it every time, and you wouldn't get anything for that either. Toward the battle pass, so like now they've adjusted to where like okay whenever you compete in any match you're going to get a small amount and like you know if you win you're going to get a little bit more or whatever and so like they've 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 they're adjusting i think that's more the beta portion of it is that like the balancing of the systems within like battle passes and all of that whole thing um because dude like the you know i played for two nights or whatever and i i only went up two levels in the battle pass Mm. <laughs> and these are like the early levels there's a hundred levels in this battle pass mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like man if i played for like you know, probably like 30 total matches. Like this is, <laughs> this is not enough. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, and, uh, but yeah, so, it, but it's fun. It's, it's a super fun game. Like so far that I've been playing. Um, it's a, I, I don't know how it's the only, it's the first multiplayer, uh, halo that I've actually been good at where it's like, I mapped the controls. Like you're able to map all the controls to whatever you want them to be. So I'm doing like my bumper jumper, like basically my apex legends type of a, uh, of a control scheme is possible. And so I've been doing that and it, it feels great. And I've been, been doing really well. Like I, like I said, I'm, I'm good at it. It's just a matter of like, um, like it, it this is the first one that I've actually enjoyed on a fun perspective as well, where like there's like grapple hooks and things like that. It's, 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 it's a blast so far. Um, I don't know how long it'll hold on, you know, it's, it, I will see, but, uh, but it's been, been fun so far, man. That's awesome. That's cool. What else have you been up to this week? Oh man. So the only other thing, uh, that I wanted to bring up, I watched, uh, Shang-Chi, which is uh, something that they released on Disney plus day. 
Um, and it is a uh, a blast, dude. That movie is real good. <laughs> yeah, I still need to watch that. I don't know how. I somehow I missed it being in theaters. I didn't even realize it was in theaters. Yeah, it, it, they decided to release it like they changed the release date, um, and like it was like, oh, you, it comes out a month from now in theaters, and then that sort of thing. And I don't know, it was a very, very strange. It was a strange time. I remember like there being like uh, some things like like the uh, CEO Bob Chapek said a few times, where it was just like, oh, you know, we're experimenting with this. She's like, well, it doesn't seem like you're promoting it at all. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyway, but it's really good. Everyone should watch it on Disney Plus since it's there now. Um, the IMAX, like, so it's the IMAX format. So it, like basically takes up the whole screen of your of your uh, your your flat screen television or whatever. Um, and that was that was really nice. I I loaded in just the standard cinematic, like where it's like, oh, this is not the quote unquote IMAX version of this. Um, and I was like, dude, how is this? How is it possible? Like, because it just looks so much fuller to be the IMAX one. Um, and it's like, if you, you know, how do you crop these frames? Um, the action in it is fantastic. And, uh, and I really love the story. All the, all the characters, uh, have, have really good arcs. And I, I, man, like it's, it's up there with like the best Marvel movies in my mind. Like it's, it's, it's very high on my list of Marvel movies, having just watched it once. So, you know, we'll see how that holds up as I, I'll watch it again uh, at some point and uh, we'll see how that holds up. But nice. dude, it's uh, it's so good. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's what we've been up to this week. And before we get to the Forza Horizon 5 review, which I'm super pumped about, we have the news. The news! All right. The news. Um, okay, so briefly, let's talk about Disney Plus Day, and we'll just kind of go down. I, I'm reading from an article um, on IGN by Adam Bankhurst, um, and uh, this is uh, everything announced at Disney Plus Day 2021. Um, the first, Obi-Wan's Kenobi series preview reveals a Darth Vader lightsaber battle, but there's no trailer. There's a behind-the-scenes featurette showing concept art. We watched it, like... I don't even want to watch it, but we, you know. No, you shouldn't watch it. Here's the thing: I we watched it, and like at the end of it, Catherine like looks at me. She goes, "Like what? What parts of the footage that we saw were new?" And I was <laughs> like, "Nothing." I was like, "Only the concept Ugh. art." Oh my gosh! And so like they play like you know it's essentially like you see like Obi Wan like in his robes like on uh on uh, Mustafar like and and he's just standing there you know looking all brooding and stuff. But this is from uh, like the episode three. <laughs> Here's the, did it even have, okay, let's, let's stop for a second, real early on, and compare it to what DC did with DC Fandom. Did it even have interviews with you, any of the actors or showrunners or, like, what are we? Sort of. Like, they had, like, little, little, little sound bites uh, from some people or, like, what, what was going on. So, yes and no. Um, it was essentially what we've seen before, but, like, all kind of combined with some new stuff, like... You know how like before we had like the the teaser for this where it was like oh I, you know I didn't think it was we was ever gonna be Joby one again blah 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 and like we have that interview with uh with with uh in uh, oh my gosh Ewan McGregor and like he is uh like there's that sound clip one of the sound clips from that interview is in this thing and so it's like a lot of like old stuff but like combined with some new things that people are saying but it's like in watching it. 
I have this feeling where I'm like, there's so much more that they could have done along that, yeah. like to make it more like the DC fandom stuff where it's like, they could have like translated a little bit more of everybody's excitement about this to me. Yeah. than they, they communicated through what they showed. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's I, to me, it's like you, I, I just, just don't talk to me until you have a trailer <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, all right, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel uh, MCU series got first looks. Dude, I'm down with all of those. Like those are those are the ones where I was like, okay, these are to me the the Star Wars stuff, like the the Obi Wan show. Like we've had stuff before for the that one, um, where it's like the behind the scenes, the first look, the preview, blah blah blah. And but these we haven't really seen anything about since they just announced them. Um, and so seeing something from them, seeing someone talk about them, was actually pretty cool. Like I, uh, I'm, I'm very more, I'm more excited for Moon Knight and She Hulk and those and Ms. Marvel uh, after having seen this than I was before. So yeah, it's it's a it was it was worth those. Multiple Disney Plus MCU shows get new logos, including She-Hulk and Ironheart. It's okay. Moon Knight, the logo for Moon Knight, the way that they have the second O in Moon, makes it look like Moon Knight. And like like, a, cause it's like an eclipse moon, moon, and so it yeah. looks like a C instead of a moon, an O. <laughs> uh, Secret Invasion MCU series offers a first glimpse at a patchless Nick Fury. Um, we have a, it's just an image of, yeah, Nick just a still Fury. image. <laughs> Good grief. This is the worst man. <laughs> the freaking worst. Um, okay. Uh, Spider-Man Agatha from WandaVision and Marvel zombies get new MCU series announced. Um, that's great. Cool. Which we've been rumored for a while. Um, so, uh, Baymax, an original series, Based on the characters from Big Hero Six, arrives next summer. That sounds pretty cool. I'm yeah, there was a trailer that. for that, and uh, and it was it looked really good. The trailer is is really funny. I I enjoyed seeing that. I I was curious because they have the Disney Plus show or Disney not Disney Plus. It's a Disney XD show um, with like the it's like a hand drawn like animated style, like a two D kind of an animation style. Um, and I was wondering if this was going to be like close to that, but no, it's it's straight up just like it's it looks like Big Big Hero Six. Maybe probably better with the new technology or whatever. Uh, more cat hairs on the cat, um, but it's uh, but it's that style and it looks really cool. Like those uh, Disney Pluses has been all about the shorts lately, and uh, I'm I'm fine with that. It's it's a cool place for that type of thing. Um, X Men '97 is an all new original series arriving in 2023. Picks up uh, uh, it revives the 1990s X Men the animated series and picks up where it left off. Um, it features many of the same voice actors and it looks like the same kind of animation style, which is pretty cool. I'm pumped about that. I'm, yeah, dude, I, it looks really good. Yeah. I never got into like that cartoon, like hardcore, but like I remember it and uh, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, is the original cartoon on Disney plus right now? Like, can you go back and watch it? That's a good question. It should be like, it better be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the dude, like that's the thing I'm most excited about is this animation style coming back a little bit. Like that's and that's something that like uh HBO Max has been doing with a lot of the like, you know, the with Young Justice or whatever, like reviving older cartoon shows, not this far back, but like reviving older shows and bringing them bringing them forward and with a lot of the same uh cast and everything. And so this that that excites me that Disney Plus is now kind of doing that with the uh, the X-Men and and uh and their properties. 
All right, we're going to have to go quick through some of this because there's yep. just a crap ton of stuff for no reason. Um, cars on the Road uh, brings Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy back as Lightning McQueen and Mater. Um, it's a uh, Disney Plus original series coming in 2022. No trailer, um, just concept art. Yep. <laughs> the Princess and the Frog original series. Tiana follows the newly crowned princess of Maldonia on a new adventure. Um, it does not say when that comes out. Zootopia Plus is a new short form series headed to Disney Plus in 2022. Zootopia Plus looks to tell new short form stories of many of the animals seen in Zootopia. Okay. Prey, a Predator prequel coming to Hulu in 2022. Um, sets, set 300 years ago, will star indigenous actor Amber Midthunder as Nauru. Um, blah, 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 blah. Apparently it's Hulu it's, Day as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a there was a first clip from Peter Jackson's The Beatles Get Back three part documentary that looks pretty cool. Yep, I am excited about that. Watch that, it's, and it's coming out soon, dude. Yep. Um, Andy Sandberg and John Mulaney's Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, will debut in spring 2022. Excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a reboot comeback, 30 years in the making. Uh, they've got a first look at Hocus Pocus two, arriving fall 2022. Uh, Live-action Pinocchio gets a fall 2022 release date window. Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild and the Return of Simon Pegg. Ice Age is back. I didn't realize that was Disney. Or did okay, they get so it in Fox? It's, it wasn't. Uh, Disney bought that studio and uh, those IP. A was it DreamWorks? Before, yeah, before they, bought, uh, before they bought Fox, they bought that studio. So Disney from, owns DreamWorks? No, they don't own DreamWorks, but they own um, that studio that put out that movie. <laughs> Uh, that okay. created that had the IP for that movie, Crazy. and then they promptly after they they purchased that that animation studio they closed it. Mm, so I don't know where this is coming from. Like this isn't and and from the trailer, well, they have the IP now. So right, but from the trailer, it doesn't like it doesn't it doesn't look like it has very much in common with Ice Age other than just like it's these other characters within that setting, which is doesn't appeal as much to me. I don't know. It, it just looked odd to me. It's a new Ice Age movie that will join Disney Plus on January 28th, 2022. Um, uh, Simon Pegg will be returning to voice um, the character. Uh, he will be joined by his prankster possum brothers, Crash and Eddie. Um... Cheaper by the Dozen reboot will be released in March 2022. Disenchanted will debut on Disney Plus in 2022. Uh, Warwick Davis takes fans behind the scenes of the original of the Willow original series. I don't know if I care about that. Um, two Diary of Wimpy Kid movies will join Disney Plus. Proud Family. Nice. Uh, Proud Family is another one of those like, hey, here's a, a cool animation show that everyone loves from back in the day. Let's bring it forward again you know reboot it basically love it sneakerella is a new take on cinderella i don't know what um, that is <laughs> it's she wears sneakers instead of glass slippers and oh, it, cool. it, it says it quote gives it a new heart and soul spelled s-o-l-e okay okay the only other thing i want to go through are all the things that they released on disney plus day um so everything's available now includes Marvel Studios, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Jungle Cruise, Home Sweet Home Alone, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Season yep, 2, season two. Olaf Presents, uh, Chao Alberto, Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett, Marvel Studios 2021 Disney Day Special, Pixar 2021 Disney Day Special, and much more, it says. 
but that's the only things I see actually. Cool. I mean, so, yeah. Altogether, like there's like a, some announcements that were cool, like where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're you know bringing in some of these other things. There's a lot of things that we already knew about that we like the update, quote unquote, for them was concept concept art, which I was not super into. Yeah, uh, that's the news. All right, Chris, mm. it is time to review Forza Horizon Five. Yes. All right, John. So um, there's not really much to spoil in this game, so we're just no. going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, there is no spoiler countdown this time, and uh, we're just going to talk about this game. So, I mean, if you, you know, uh, I, and I, I'm just going to start off with the headline. I think this is the best Forza Horizon yet. Um, yeah. That we I, we talked a little bit about, I think last week maybe, or mm-hmm. uh, um, about like our experience with Forza Horizon 4 and how it wasn't as fun as 3 to me, but like this combines the like open world, you know, multiple environment, do anything, uh, drive through the through the uh, the middle of a field of cactuses, uh, kind of feel of um, Forza Horizon Three, and joins it with some of the like online stuff that made Forza Horizon Fun uh, Four fun, and uh, the road racing uh, of. Uh, I guess Forza Horizon 2 is what you were mm-hmm. kind of saying the other day. Um, but, dude, like, everything about this game, like, they have some bugs happening, and we can talk a little bit about that. But, like, overall, dude, this game is beautiful. It's great. Um, like, I, I've I've spent so many hours already just, like, in this game, and I uh, am barely scratching the surface, I feel like. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing. Like, there's... The things that I love about this game are basically the fact that there's all of the best things of the other games, but done better. Um, the thing that I love about about some of the uh, like they they did away with the bucket list for Forza Horizon Four, but this you know they they reintroduced basically those missions in wrapped in stories, and I just thought like the stories were just like arbitrary. I was like, man, just give me back the bucket list, like just let me load into a challenge and then do that challenge and then be done. Um, but then this one, they still wrap it in the story, but the stories are actually pretty cool. Like there's some, some cool characters that you meet and, uh, the dialogue is a lot more, um, fun. And so like, I feel like that aspect of it, I'm like, okay, you've now sold me with this game, sold me on the, on wrapping those bucket list things within stories. And I think that's really cool. Um, they're doing so many cool things with the map on this, like where you have like it's it's obviously like a very very condensed version of like of Mexico, but like you you know you have very uh, distinct areas in there where it's like okay this is the jungle this is this is the desert uh, this is the beach dunes this is up in the mountains this is like more of a foresty type of a thing yeah and. But at the same time, like as I'm driving from one section to another, there's never like a hard switch. Like there's never like I cross right. a road and I'm all of a sudden like, oh, I'm in the desert from from the jungle now, you know? Right. And so this map just feels so much more alive because of that. Um, where other other games, you know, or other other horizons, like where it's like, okay, they're either very similar, like the biomes are very similar to each other, like uh, Forza Horizon One and Two, or they are uh, 
more distinctly like oh it breaks a little bit more like okay well, you literally like in forza horizon 3 i think there's like the sand dunes on one side of the road on the other side of the road there's like trees and you know stuff and so this does you know really does a good job of like making all of that super smooth you mentioned the other night about the mountain in forza horizon 3 and i hadn't remembered that um that that basically was a big obstacle in the middle of the map in uh <laughs> in the in the previous game and you just basically had to go around it whereas this one like the mountains in a great location and like you can I never feel like it's in the way of getting to where I want to go. Yeah, I mean that was the thing was like uh that I that I didn't love um about Forza Horizon 3 was just the fact that like if you were on one side of the of the world, you couldn't without fast traveling. You couldn't easily get to the other side. You had to like drive all the way around that middle section, or go through like the mountain was surrounded by these woods with just a bunch of trees that mm-hmm. you just slam into. You can't just like go through. It was just it was just <laughs> annoying. Um, but this this has a, a giant freeway that cuts through the middle of the map, so you can like honestly get from one side to the other really really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it does a really good job of like allowing you to figure out, okay, which areas can I go through? Which ones are forest? Which ones am I going to have trouble just like slamming through? Um, but nothing feels inaccessible in the, in the same way that Forza Horizon 3 did. And even Forza Horizon 4, like, I don't know, Forza Horizon 4 just like, it just didn't do it for me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was, it, it, I don't know, it's hard to like put a finger on, but like I think a lot of it had to do with the seasons and mm-hmm. how like you had to basically wait a week to change biomes um, from like a fall, rainy kind of like, uh, uh weather to snow to summer like and there's not like there's not really a snowy area in this yet but like at least there is variety in the different areas you can go in the same way there was with with Forza Horizon um 3 Forza Horizon 3 we haven't said like it was in Australia Forza Horizon 4 was in the UK and Forza Horizon 5 now is set in Mexico and uh, right. it's a fantastic location um, with lots of variety, lots of cool stuff. Um, yeah. they've, and they've like up, oh, go ahead. The seasons, you mentioned the seasons. Like I like the way that the seasons work in this, uh, a lot. Cause like they aren't drastic. Like I, I just, yeah, there's still seasons now. Yeah. Yeah. We went from summer to fall now and it basically goes from be, having like these super flooded, like, uh, areas of the map to like a little bit drier, but like there's the weather's a little bit more severe, like in, uh, in this fall season now. Um, where it's like, oh yeah, like we have more wind and rain and stuff like that that happens, um, from my experience. So it's, uh, I like the way that those seasons like are working and I think that that it actually works out. Um, I haven't confirmed this or anything, but it seems like in addition to the, like the standard, like summer, fall, winter and uh, spring, they have like what they, they identify two of those as like, okay, this is the wetter season and this is the drier season or like whatever. Um, and so that feels like pretty solid to me. Like, like I, uh, I, I kind of like the way that that's working out so far. Um, like you said, snow, like I, I encountered snow before it turned to the summer season. Um, so that would have been in like spring. So I assume in like winter and, uh, and spring, it'll probably have a little bit more snow, um, up in the mountains, like whenever you're up on top of that mountain. Um, but yeah, like, you know, with the, uh, with you know being in Mexico, it's like, okay, well, aside from elevation, you're probably not going to get a ton of snow anyway, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, like I think they've, they've upped the game with the environments. Like there are tons, there's tons of like uh, wildlife this time around. There's like, you know, an area where there's pink flamingos and there's mm. deer and there's like, uh, I don't even know what else people, there are people in the towns like that feel like they're actually like 
doing things. Uh, you not, can see not, inside not so of people's much. houses, which is wild to me. Like as you're driving by, you can like look into like doors that are open and see a living room or a kitchen or whatever. And like that just blows my mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like I, w- I wish it was a little more like a GTA kind of thing where it feels like the like they're. But it does. It does feel better that like the 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 world does feel a little more populated than it has in the past. I will say like the the online stuff that I referenced, it's having trouble like connecting to like people um, mm-hmm. just in general, and so like it does feel a little less full than it you normally does because there's normally there's just like people driving around everywhere and like mm-hmm. the Fortsathon events. Like I can barely get you know like an, another person in them i haven't been able to finish one yet um these are these events where you are on the map and you do different like stages of a uh of a i don't know not competition but let's yeah. like a co-op it's, yeah it's like a group challenge. competition like challenge yeah challenge because like basically it's like oh this is a speed one so beat this speed trap but it's a collective thing everybody adds to like the score that you're putting up yeah um so uh yeah uh that's that's not fun. I hope they figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. That's like my, my only ding against it, really. They've been like doing pretty frequent updates, like as far as like no, like telling you, like, hey, we're working on this. We have an update coming like in a couple of days, and it has gotten better since I started playing uh, pre-launch. But it's yeah, it's still not there. I know that this week I saw like today that the first week they had 10 million players or something like that, um, which was like the biggest uh, launch that Xbox has had, um, launch week that Xbox has had ever. So I mean, it's it's getting getting people in there, um, but it's. I really hope that the server stuff like is able to be worked out um, at some point to like where it's like oh I can I can do these Forza Forzathon arcade events um, and then they just don't end up like never being able to do those types of things. Um, we played some co-op uh, the yeah. other day and that worked okay like that worked well um, that was pretty pretty fun uh, to to do. The uh, so like it can work sometimes, but it did take us a really, really long time to connect to each other, and we were like, "What's going on for a little while there?" Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a little much. Um, um uh, have you yeah. played any other like of the online modes or anything like that? Uh, not really, because I mean, I didn't. I yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just it's not working smooth, and so like it's just kind of like I've just been going around doing the story stuff, you know. Sure. There's so much other things to do before you get to like the online stuff like that. It's like, okay, it's fine to, you know, to just kind of ignore that until they work it out. Um, with uh, the only other online thing that I've done was I played the eliminator mode, which is their battle Royale uh, in the game. Um, that's super fun. It, I, I, uh, I played it a couple nights in a row until I won and that was a blast. And it feels like a little bit uh, of, of luck, just like a normal battle Royale, but it uh, feels like a little bit of luck and uh, you know, definitely some like some skill based stuff in there where you're like, okay, my strategy is to never start a race with another another person while we're facing opposite directions because I'm just flipping a coin on like where the finish line is. So the way that, that works is you choose a drop point, you drive around, and you can get like car upgrades from one up to ten, and ten being like the best car possible uh, within there, and it's gonna be like a a really really fast Lamborghini or something, um, and uh, where like basically you can beat anybody with that in a, in a ten car. Um, and then, but like the way you upgrade is either you find a drop that's better than the one you have, or you race someone, you challenge someone to a race, and uh, and if you win, you take you can take their car or upgrade yours to the next rarity. Um, 
and uh and yeah it was it was really fun to play that and to, to strategize i actually won it because i knew the map better than anyone else in there <laughs> Where the finish line ended up being was uh, up in a city, and it's like I had spent a lot of time driving around in that city, and so I knew where the entrance to the city was, and I was able to like get in front of these other cars and and box them out on the streets uh, in a level six car, beating out like a level eight or nine car. So it's a uh, which which wouldn't be possible if it was just like open streets. Um, so yeah, it was a it, it's it's a, it's a pretty fun mode, and uh, you get some good rewards uh, in there as well. Like I I cranked up a ton of of in game credits uh, by playing that mode. Yeah, dude, it's a uh, it's great. Um, as far as like the uh, the campaign goes, like being able to unlock the different areas, it was funny. Like we, we you and I, whenever we were chatting about it initially, you like opened up uh, something uh, er, first, and I went a completely different direction. Like I opened up the Baja area first, and you opened up the Apex uh, area first, um, and like that was a, a cool instance of like oh you can kind of choose what your experience is whenever you first go in so like my, my baja one was like the cross-country racing and, and yours was like the road racing stuff so kind of caters to like your play style that way as well yeah i like the being able to like open up different things at different times and to be able to do things in different orders and like um before it felt like it was hard to get to the point where you could open up a new festival um and it was always like okay do i open up this festival or do i upgrade another festival um mm -hmm. but like the progression mm -hmm. is just happening a lot faster this time and uh which i love it like it, it basically may, means you can you have more variety of how you want to approach all these events and what you want to do um and uh <laughs> and i feel like for the most part like i've been Kind of just opening them them all up gradually as much as I could. I did all the uh, first. I did all the like what are they called exhibition events. Yeah. Um, and then now I'm going through the story events. Um, and then I think there's like the final. The final thing is like these final like races for each each one. Yeah. Um, I forget what they're called, but like there's like the Goliath race, and then yeah. there's the uh, there's like they each have a different name based on like what type of racing it is um but one of them is gonna be like the giant road race that takes up so much of the map and one of them is gonna be the giant cross-country path and one of them is gonna be the giant dirt path so yeah i mean and that's the thing about so many of uh, of those choices is like i haven't felt like i was being like tunneled or like told like oh you have to do this whereas like before if you if i ran out of like a certain type of race or like whatever like that or if uh, i would be kind of bummed because like oh i guess i gotta do the road races now to like progress um or you know and then unlock more of the the you know the in order to unlock more of the cross-country races i had to like go do some other type of race that i wasn't as into at the time so yeah, this one feels a little bit more open in that way of, of being able to play how you want with those upgrades. Totally. The showcase events, Chris. You've done mm, you've done all the showcase, showcase events. events. Yes, I've done all the showcase events. Same here, yeah. And uh, and there was only one that I was just not as into, but uh, but like you know, without without going into like what you're racing or whatever, because that's part of the fun. They are a blast. Um, there is one of them that is like a two part event, and the only thing I wish with that event is that they would uh, separate the two parts, like where I could like load back into the first half of it um, and play that separately from the second half. Like I could just jump straight to the second half uh, and be able to knock out those challenges and everything uh, do better uh, on the second half because combining them like that just makes it a really long time if I want to play the second half of it for those challenges so um, but that's my only critique as far as like the the way that that campaign shakes out or the way those showcase events uh, work out all the rest of them are, are fantastic dude yeah man 
Um, all right. So the racing and everything handles great in this game. The music is great. We haven't talked about that, but the, you know, there's oh. updated stations with new music. Um, it's still phenomenal. Yeah, dude. I always love like the uh, the the fact that they try to like bring in um, music that is popular or is is influenced or from the region that they're in. So like you know, whenever we were in uh, Australia, they had like some Australian uh, artists in the playlists and things like that. And then whenever we were in uh, the UK, we had a lot of like UK kind of influenced uh, stuff in there. And then in this one, true to form, we have uh, a lot of Mexican artists within all of the different playlists and all of the different radio stations that you're listening to. It's super cool. Totally. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Like, I think, I feel like the story missions are like way more integrated this time and make me, make me, make way more sense with your mm-hmm. character and like your character has a voice. I don't remember if they did before. I think um, they did in barely in Forza Horizon four. Okay. <laughs> I, I do love that. Like I do love the, like that. Cause like in my mind, I'm halfway through like one of the story uh, things and I, I have been thinking about it where I'm like, Oh man, I wonder what happens, how that shakes out with that storyline, you know? Um, and it's just, it, it honestly, like it's, those are more about the missions themselves, but the story wrapped in them draws me back. Um, and a lot of times like it has to do with cars and the, and the, the, the cars that you're racing where it's like, Oh, there's one that has to do with like some VW stuff and like the, the VW bug, like, um, apparently was like a really popular car in Mexico. And so like it, and that has to do with that aspect of car culture within that country. So like I, I just finding out these cool, unique things about cars and which cars in the specific location that you're in is it's just a cool cool thing you know yeah definitely i mean i think the barn finds are, are easier to find this time like and they're a lot more like fun um <laughs> yes. every car i picked up like like a lot of times a lot of, sometimes you know there's cars i'm like i can't i can't figure this out but like all the cars feel great this time around mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, default kind of like tunings and stuff like that too. Because like initially, like in in a lot of the previous games, I would like drive something like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have to get this tuned." But like all of these feel pretty pretty good, like and pretty balanced. Um, at least even if they're slow or they don't have like whatever, there there's at least some element of fun to them, which is very cool. Uh, that like just default wise, every car is viable in in my mind. Totally. All right, well, um, I don't know if, if you're ready, but I'm ready to rate this thing. Dude, I am ready to rate this thing. All right, so I am going to give this, this is a weird one, but I'm going to give this a 9.9, mainly Dude. because uh, I, I, it's not perfect 10 because of all the online problems. I love the Forza Thon stuff, and I wish I could actually do it, but maybe once they fix that, I'll turn it back to a perfect 10. That's kind of like where I'm at too. Um, it's that, and it's the fact that like there was that one showcase event that I, I'm like, oh man, like that's just a little small, small frustration that I can't go jump into the second half of that one just uh, initially. So nine point nine is kind of where I was at too. Where I was like, it's just shy of that like ten, you know, <laughs> ten out of ten masterpiece level. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll update you on if they fix that stuff or not. And uh, we'll change our rating. Yeah, dude. And I, the thing is that I'm going to be playing this game for a long time. It feels like like I, I, oh, I feel like every time I think that I've done like put a dent in where it's like, oh, man, I did all the speed traps. And then I'm like, I like go to the map and I'm like, I've still got so many more speed traps to do. <laughs> and it's yeah. a blast to do all of them. So, yeah, that's it for this week. You can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on social at Chris at 250 and John Wright 777. And at Stand Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. 
That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.